hello, all you fantastic, wonderful, beautiful people. I hope you are having a great day or night, wherever you are. Could be morning, too. Have whatever, you know what I mean. How are you guys doing? I hope everybody's doing good. Um, wanted to go over today's topic, which seems to be about communication. Talking, listening, ignoring. That seems to be what's been going on a lot lately. Um, so... With that in mind, let's let's talk about that for a second. So one of the things about human communication um, is that it's obviously it's a give and take. Um, and I say something and then you listen to what I'm saying and you respond to what I'm saying. And that's never how it works. Because what happens is the ego gets in the way. The problem also happens to do with our um, limited framework of, of language. Because obviously, the language itself only has a certain amount of nuance in it. And if you like are talking to somebody who is a native speaker of a different language, they might not get um, the nuances or, or sarcasm or something like that. So those are very, very subtle things. These are things that we, we come across, you know, every day, but we really don't think too much about it. But if you stop and, and, and think about it for a second, you realize that there's there's a lot of nuance going on. There's a lot of weirdness going on. That's why I, I really like the written word. But again, with the written word, you don't have an emotion behind it. You can't tell if somebody's screaming or not. And if they write it all in caps, you're going to assume they're screaming. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's the case. They might just not know how to turn the cap lock off or something. It, it happens, right? It happens. So... The fascinating thing about human communication, um, to me, when I just mentioned writing, and the reason I, I find that fascinating is because you can pick up a book written by somebody a thousand years ago or two thousand years ago. You can pick up the works of, of Cicero or, or Ptolemy the Younger, and you can actually listen and have a conversation. It's a one-sided conversation, but you can have a conversation with somebody who's been dead for two thousand years. That's crazy. That's time travel. It's really, really neat if you think of it that way. But when we're talking about having a conversation with somebody in front of you and having a give and, a give and take conversation, so often we end up with misunderstanding and miscommunication simply because there's such a difficult nuance to meaning and to emotion. And even if we're saying the same things, we might be coming at them from different angles simply because we have different experiences. Right. Um, one of my, one of my friends who's, who's one of my business coaches actually, uh, he said to me, uh, I will train you to do exactly everything that I do. And I'm not worried about you stealing my business because you and I could have the exact same way to explain something to somebody like if we're trying to sell something or whatever and it will make a difference because somebody will resonate with your energy more than they'll resonate with mine we can we could read off the same script and both try and sell a car to somebody and they might buy from him they might buy from me they might buy from neither of us one somebody else you know what i mean if you don't doing it that way because it has a lot to do with um the the non-verbal communication the energy energy is huge obviously it's involved in everything but it has a very 
profound effect on our actual communication. And the problem is that in our modern society, um, we don't we don't discuss, we don't debate anymore. It's just a knee-jerk, I'm offended reaction, and somebody just starts screaming over whatever it is that somebody else is saying. There's never any attempt to understand where somebody's coming from. And even if there is, it's usually coming from an ego perspective, if you know what I mean. And it's like we can have a what we would call a discussion in polite society, right? And I could tell you all the things that are annoying me, whatever, whatever's bothering me. But I get to the end of that and you'll turn around and you'll say, okay, well, what I see what you're trying to say to me is you're trying to say this and this and this. And then I'll say, no, that's not what I said at all. Why? Who's lying? Nobody, because that's what it was. In your language, when I spoke to you, that's what I said to you. Even though my intention and in my language... Maybe that was completely different. Maybe the intention was completely different. Maybe the the volume changes were unintentional. They're subconscious. All of these kinds of things get in there. You know, if somebody starts getting frustrated or get annoyed, their tone of speech will change. This is just the way it is. And we have to understand that when you're trying to communicate with somebody, or if you're having a problem communicating with somebody, stop, take a deep breath, take the ego out of the equation because ego is only going to judge. And if somebody tells you to do something or somebody says, you, well, you're, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, blah, 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 whatever it is that they're saying, you immediately go on a defensive. Why? Because the ego starts to put up those walls. The ego needs to, to defend its position. There's a fear. There's a, uh, I'm going to dig my heels in kind of thing because this is my position and you're not going to move me from it. And now it's a battle. And it, it might be just what do you want for dinner. And this happens. Right? Think about it. how many times this has happened to you during a day. You talk to somebody and all of a sudden they get all defensive. You're like, what, what, what the heck is going on? What are you doing? Now, they might back off if you call it to their attention. But they might not, because they might not understand that that's what happened. And typically for people who have had uh, stressful home life situations or stressful uh, uh, parents or stressful children or, or however you want to look at it, those things get in there as programming, subconscious programming. Now, you know, in this program, we've talked about subconscious programming a lot, uh, since it does have a lot to do with how your energy is perceived in the world and how your energy reflects back to you and how you can and how easy or difficult it is for you to manifest. Let me put it that way. So your energy is is huge. And that's that's why we talk about it a lot, because that comes from the subconscious mindset. It comes from the subconscious programming. And you want to put those programs in the best possible states that you you can so that you get the best return from it, right? If you want to put your money in the bank, you you want to invest it, the bank is only going to give you, what, quarter of a percent. But if you want to invest in a stock market, you might make a little more. If you invest it in cryptocurrency, you might even make more. 
obviously the more you have, the more risk there is. So there is that. But where you're putting your your energy, your attention, those are the types of things that we, we want to have those programs in place, if that makes sense. You want to have the programs in place that serve you in the way you need them best. Whether that's you just need a small return or you need something now, it doesn't matter. And again, the energy is neutral. Subconscious doesn't care. Subconscious is there to do whatever you want it to do. It's there to run the programs. So whatever programs you put in, the subconscious mind says, okay, and hits play. You want to change it, subconscious mind says, okay, and then hits play. It doesn't care. Energy is neutral. Subconscious mind is neutral. So why is it we have these problems? Ah, ego. Ego gets involved. Emotion gets involved. Judgment gets involved. And again, that comes from the ego. The ego has to have a position. The ego has to say, wait, 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 wait. I, I am this. Because it has to have its defined sense of self, defined sense of purpose. And one of the things that we're always talking about here is trying to to alter those those defined senses of self to remember what yourself is and not in an egotistical way you know when you say that you're the co-creator of the universe you created everything in your universe that sounds a little egotistical <laughs> and if you think about it you know oh those gurus those gurus they're all they all think they're 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 so stuck up they don't they they think they're better than everybody else no they think they're the only one in their universe, and they're right. So there has to be a certain level of importance that you give yourself, without a doubt. You cannot go around saying that I'm horrible, I'm miserable, nobody likes me, I'm no good, I can't do this, I can't do that, because then you're right. You're absolutely right. Whether you think you can or you think you cannot, you are correct because you're the one creating that situation and you're the one creating the, the, the outcomes. So you have to have a little bit of that self-worth. But it doesn't necessarily have to mean that it has to be an egotistical way to look at it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be stuck up about it and feel that you're better than anyone else because that's the one thing we want to definitely avoid. We never want to feel that we're better than anybody else. What you want to remember is that everybody is just as freaking awesome as you are. And that's great. That's fabulous. And if somebody is not being as awesome as they should be, remind them of that. Say, look, dude, I don't know what your problem is today. You're awesome. Act like it. Come on. What's up? Really? I mean, that's kind of a backwards way to do it, I guess. But if you think about it, that's what it comes down to. Am I placating the ego? Maybe a little bit. But you know what? You have to realize that everyone here is the same. There's no difference. And if you don't believe me, go read the Bible. One of the greatest teachers that we've ever had in the human history of humankind, Jesus had said, you're all the same. You're all divine. You're all children of God. Everything that I can do, you can do, and you can do it better than I can do it. Why would he say that? Think about it. Why would he say that? Because you are a child of God. 
You have the power of creation in your hands. The power of creating your life is in your heart and in your mind. And all you have to do is connect the desire that you want, the circumstances that you want to bring into your life, the health, wealth, happiness, relationships, whatever it is, connect that with the heart. Connect that with a feeling, a feeling of love, a feeling of gratitude, a feeling of appreciation. If you connect those things and then you relax, <sighs> let it out, let it go. And then start thinking about something, hmm, ice cream. I'm thinking about something else that's nice. Guess what? The universe will bring that to you. But if you think of it this way, if you have a butler standing next to you who's going to get you anything in the world, the genie, right? Anything in the world. And every time he turns around to walk away to go get you what you just asked him, he said, yep, but can I also have, yeah, but can I, also, and oh, and can I also, you know, he hasn't left yet. And then you go, well, why didn't you bring me anything? And you, oh, forget it. You just get mad. Oh, it didn't work. You're going to let the genie go. You have to say, I connect my heart and I connect my third eye. And I know I connect to my creative source energy. I connect to the creator. I create from that source energy. I am the only one in this universe. And it's connected to all these other multiple universes that overlap. And there's all those beautiful, wonderful people who are also creators just like me. And in my universe, I want to have this wonderful life where I am seeing the vision of myself having all these wonderful things, having great wealth and great health great relationships, all these things. I see it. And now I go, ah, and I let it go. The genie just left. How do I make sure the genie left? Ice cream. Okay, we don't have to think about ice cream. You can think about something else. Think about something you want. No matter what it is. That one, for whatever reason, that one just keeps popping up into my mind. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. It could be, ah, you know what? Um, I, I I just want to kick back and watch the ball game. Uh, uh, I want to go outside and just stand on the grass and breathe the fresh air for a few minutes. Whatever it is, I want to pet the cat. I want to kiss the dog. Whatever it is that holds that moment of joy, but allows everything else to go out and produce. So when we started talking about communication, you can see it's more than just communication with other people. It's also about communication with the universe. It's also about communication with yourself. Now, I put up a, a post this morning because, again, this was this is how I base all of the podcasts and all of the posts that I do on Instagram is based on the the energy and things that come right that are showing up and getting in my face. And so, communication was the big one today. And if you saw that one or you saw it on Facebook, you saw what I posted. And I, what I had said was, if you want to understand why the gurus go to the top of a mountain to be left the hell alone to meditate. They do that because they don't want to be involved in the ego version of communication. They don't want to have to listen to what you're saying and then have to think about a response and then try to respond from a defensive. Now it becomes sparring. Now you're boxing with words. It's not what you want. You want to breathe, relax, get into your own personal space. 
and listen to the silence within first. If you can listen to the silence between your thoughts without judging, then you can listen to your thoughts again without judging them. If you can do that continuously, listen to your own thoughts, not judge them, understand whether they're good or bad thoughts, and say, okay, thank you, thank them and send them on their way. If you can get good at that, which takes a little bit of practice, then you're ready to talk to other people. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like, oh my God, we should all live in the mountains for, you know, six or eight months and then come down from the mountains and then we're ready to have a discussion. But yes. Believe me, ancient cultures used to do that. That was the whole point of the Iroquois Confederation. Love, share, help. You got in an argument with somebody that kicked your ass out of the tribe. Why? You need to go be with nature. You need to get your head out your butt and remember how to communicate with people. That's exactly what they were teaching. They would teach you the medicine wheel so that you would go and live with your power animal until the power animal came down and sat in your lap. Or that you could pet it and touch it. So that the power animal and you were one and understood each other. And you knew where you were coming from. And then you would go to the next animal on the wheel. Twelve different animals on the wheel. So you would spend about a year or so with the power animal until you understood it. Then you go to the next animal on the wheel and you would have to learn how to communicate with that animal. And the way they did it, the reason they did it this way was because they believed that those animals had um, power, not power, but they, 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 their traits of those animals were imbued in the people who were born in those time periods. So you were born at this time period. This is when this animal is most prevalent. That's the personality traits that you have. So you learn how to deal with that personality trait. You always dealt with yourself first. They always dealt with yourself first. You went to your power animal first before you learned anybody else's. And then once you learned how to deal with everybody else, then you were expected to not be a jerk. You were expected to understand how to communicate effectively with love. Love, share, help. That was it. Love, share, help. Nothing else. Everything else you do wrong, bye. Get out. Come back when your head's out your butt and you figure out what you were doing. They didn't play games. Seriously, Hiawatha did not play games, man. He would kick you out that tribe fast. Why? Because that was the way society was structured. That was the way society was structured because it made the most sense. And it made for a society where everyone was loving, sharing, and helpful and could work on themselves. And you were progressing spiritually at a much faster rate than this rat race, dog-eat-dog -dog world we're doing now of trying to hoard as much as you possibly can from everyone else and hide it from them, lie to them, steal from them, cheat. Now, you might have heard my podcast about lying, cheating, and stealing with the uh, law of attraction. That's kind of a joke because we're doing it backwards in order to get us to a better place vibrationally. So this is the same thing. If you find you cannot talk to somebody because they're aggravating, you're going to punch them in the face every time you look at them, take a deep breath. Remember, 
as much of a jerk as this person is, they are still a powerful spiritual being that's directly connected to the Creator. They are a child of God, just like Jesus said. They're just being a jerk. Because they're lost. Because they're fearful. Because they're in ego. Because they uh, have let their emotions go to the wrong end of where they need to be. So you can feel bad for them. But going to that level to argue does you no good. Does you no service. You don't want to get involved in that. You're here to raise your energy vibration. And if you want to communicate with people in a proper way, raise your energy vibration first. And if they can't communicate with you because they can't bring their energy vibration up, then that's their problem, not yours. You can't let that ruin your day or your life because somebody else has got their head up their butt. Kick them out to tribe. <laughs> you can do it nicely. You don't have to physically kick them in the arse and throw them out the door. And do it nicely and say, what is wrong with you? You're a beautiful, wonderful, powerful being, child of God. What has gotten into you? You're better than this. Step back, take a breath. What's going on? I love you. You want to stop somebody from arguing with you? Tell them you love them. Trust me. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen it happen. Somebody screaming and yelling, bah, 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 bah. okay, I love you. What? God loves you. Go with God. Okay. Most people just kind of scratch their heads and walk away. But he explains to them that you don't want to fight. That you're above that. You don't want to go there. So you don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. We want to communicate with love. We want to communicate with passion. We want to communicate from the heart. And the beautiful thing about being in the same vibration with somebody else is that you don't have to speak. We all know this. We've all seen this. We've done this, right? We all have people with which we communicate with just by a glance. You have a whole conversation. You might not even speak the same damn language. You can look at that person, they'll look right at you, and they'll both know. You can have that conversation. That's the way to do it. I had that happen to me years ago. I was um, I was working in the deli counter, and uh, there was two young ladies that came over, and they wanted, wanted help. And they didn't speak English. They only spoke Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. So the other young lady that was working with me, she spoke Spanish. So they started to have a conversation. So while she was having a conversation, I was grabbing everything that they needed. And they all started laughing. And she finally turned around to me and she says, she wants to know, if you don't speak Spanish, how come you know what she's saying? And I said, because she's speaking from the heart. She was talking from the heart. She was saying what she wanted. And I could understand, even though I didn't know what the words meant, I knew it was, uh, this one looks good and I really want to try it. Can I try that one? I knew what she meant. I didn't have to know what the words were. Because it was a desire from the heart. And there was no other strings attached, if you want to put it that way. There was no ego involved. It was just purely energy of, this is what I want. The energy went out to that. The energy touched that. And I felt that. I understood that. You don't need to have a language to have a communication. But you do have to have a certain level of understanding your own silence.
You have to understand your own silence first before you can talk to somebody else. Because if all you're ever doing is waiting for them to shut up long enough that you can get your argument in, that's not a communication. That's a boxing match. I'm waiting for you to open up your guard so I can jab. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. That's all I'm trying to do. That's not, <laughs> that's not a communication. It's a fight. Literally. So, deep breath. Step back. Remember, you're a child of God. Love is really where it all comes from, where it all stems from. And one of the reasons why the teachers like Jesus or Buddha or any one of the, the great masters, Quetzalcoatl, anybody who came here and, and taught this message of love, they had a hard time being understood by the contemporaries. Some of them would get it, but not many. And the reason was because language. Language does not really convey what you're really talking about. Now, we can go back and we can read the Bible. We can read the Torah. We can read all these ancient texts. We can read the Quran. You can read all the words of these ancient prophets and these people who are trying to tell you how to live your life and how to be connected with God. But if you don't really understand that from a deeper perspective, if you don't understand that those things were coming from love and then were filtered through language and then were translated from the original language into a different language, probably more than once, you have to understand that there's a lot more meaning behind what was being said than what's written down, right? I mean, you could read the Bible all you like. A lot of it's contradictory now. Why? There's been changes, there's been alterations, there's been things taken out and things added and things trans lost in translation. What you really need is you really need to find the guide within because God is within you. You are God. You're a spark of the creator. Your life proves that. Everything that's alive is a spark of creation. And everything that's alive has the ability to change its environment. And you might think the trees are just trees, but trees communicate with one another under the surface. Their roots touch and they send chemical signals to one another. They are in constant communication. An entire forest has a conversation with itself all the time. And we just come along and buzzsaw them, right? We don't even pay attention to it. But guess what? The trees that you're cutting down are screaming and telling the trees in the back what's going to happen. They're aware of it. They know it. That was a horrible thing to say, by the way. But it's true. It's true. It's just a horrible thought. It made me feel bad for the trees. But the idea is this. When you're communicating, understand that communication needs to come from a place of love. Not a place of chainsaws. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, when you want to listen to somebody, listen from a place of love. Don't just get into a verbal sparring match. Listen to what they're com where they're coming from. Don't just listen to the words. Listen to the energy and intent behind it. Don't let your ego get in the way. Don't let your ego get insulted. Understand that everybody around you is also a child of God. And sometimes they forget that and they get stuck. And when they get stuck, the ego takes over. And the ego needs to get smacked every now and then because it's annoying. So don't take it personally. Listen to the silence within yourself and go from there. Okay? You guys have any questions with any of that stuff? You know, this is what I do. I'm Sifu John. You guys can always contact me through Instagram, through Facebook, through my website. 
right? I'm on Instagram on Internal Energy Academy. There's a dot between Internal Energy and Academy. There's a period between those. And, of course, on uh, Facebook, I'm on J. Duncan Arts. So you guys need any help with any of that stuff, feel free to contact me, okay? And hold that love in your heart, and I will talk to you guys in the next one. Have a great day.